Hello and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewzium.com. I'm Ashley. And I'm Anne. And yes, my voice still sounds like crap. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy you're here. Cross your fingers. I'm healthy next week. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how you doing? Nah, you know, yeah. good. Yeah. You're good. excited because we're here. How about that? I'm very excited we're here. <laughs> and I think our topic today is a really good oh, one. It is good. But before we get into that, we want to go over some follow-ups and oopsie daisies. Yep. So I have a sad follow-up to start with. This is a follow-up to our Whip It episode. I just found out that last month, so probably pretty close to the time we recorded that, this lady who her Real name was Chloe Trueheart, but she was also a Texas Derby girl, and her um, Derby name was Sacrilicious. And she was Drew's stunt double in Whip It. And she also, um, the scene that we love so much when the girls first come into the shop and mm -hmm. Bliss watches them, she is uh, kind of like in the middle, kind of main featured in that part. Anyway, oh. uh, yeah, she sadly passed away last month, which I was really um sad to see so just thought that was worth the mention on here definitely we wanted to honor anything that had to do with that incredibly yeah. fun movie so and there are some really cute photos of her and drew together at a cast party that we have so maybe i'll share one of those and sorry yeah. to hear about your passing that's just it's really sad yeah our heart goes out to her friends and family yeah so in more oopsie news, <laughs> I listening back to our last episode, I did like horrible math. So when we were trying to figure out if Justin Long could have actually been 20 when he met Drew, I was like, well, let's see, Drew would have been 23. So yeah, she would have already done Charlie's Angels and Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. No, <laughs> for some reason, I was thinking she did Charlie's Angels when she was 20, but she was 25. Mm -hmm. So okay. she didn't know Sam Rockwell until then. So they definitely were exaggerating Justin's age. He... And I didn't catch it. That's I, fine. <laughs> I'm okay at math, but not quick math. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about the year 2000 for Drew that I like. Sometimes I go to thinking she was 20 instead of 25. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, it's pretty bad. So anyway, we're just proving once again that people make up timelines that aren't true. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> So have you noticed, and I know I've been pointing them out to you, there's things that we talk about on the podcast that are like come up with Drew. Yeah. So <laughs> when you've been pointing these out to me and we'll point out what they are, but I feel like this is something that we love about Drew is her consistency True. and her long relationships and like her loyalty to the people in her life. So go ahead and if you want to point a couple out, but it's it's kind of fun and I feel like it's just indicative of the, well, some of the things we love about her. Oh, you don't think so. it's like magical things that we're doing? <laughs> I mean, that also. That well, also. Okay, so I mentioned in the last episode how she brought up the piggy bank metaphor yes. again, which was weird. And then we also talked about the fact that like her and Justin, we had just been discussing sort of how their relationship was. And then mm -hmm. he shows up on her show and they describe it in a very similar way. Yes. Then the like the uncut version of their interview, they actually mentioned just Justine Baddeley, which I can't remember the last time Drew ever said her name in something. 
And we just when you say uncut, are you talking about like on YouTube? Yeah, remember I sent you like the more full version. It's like twelve minutes instead of six. Oh, yes, yes. Which is definitely worth watching if anybody missed that. And then, so we do a whole episode on the 1995 Rolling (laughs) Stone, and we talk all about the photographer. Which this is going to be a correction too. And then he shows up on her show, and she like shows photos from that. And says we did Rolling Stone together. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> I mean, you know, with that, that could be that her people saw saw that we did an episode about Rolling well, Stone. How about some credit? No, just kidding. Okay, so yeah, the the correction. I don't know if you said his name. No, so I think we both have always pronounced him. Yes, Seliger. Seliger. Mark Seliger, right? Yes. So when so she Mark had Seliger. On, yeah, it was Seliger. I was like, what? <laughs> I feel so bad that I've always had that wrong. You know, it's okay. (laughs) I forgive you. I forgive you. you. And, you know, and I think the fact that we have been so excited about Mark Seliger's work for years. (laughs) Doesn't that feel weird (laughs) to say? A little bit. Um, But I think that. I think that he would forgive us as well. Okay. Well, <laughs> Mark Seliger, you have an open invitation to come on the pod anytime and talk yes. about all your beautiful photo shoots with Drew. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then um, we've got another another piece of little mail from one of our friends slash fans. <laughs> yeah, we've got mail and it, it's also kind of a correction too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You've got mail. Okay, so we mentioned our friend Brian on, I believe, the previous episode because we were talking about the fact that he might have purchased um, one of the subway posters. And I'm guessing this might mention that. (laughs) Just read it. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so Brian said, Love the podcast, ladies. First time ever being mentioned in one of my knowledge. (laughs) Not that it really matters, but I think you may have confused me and Missy possibly. I have the poster of the sunglasses ad. Okay, sorry, I got to stop for a second. What? I know. (laughs) Um, I mean, I can can keep going, but what? I know. I was like, okay. Oh, how did I get the wrong? Okay. It's double-sided. One side was faded, as I imagine it was hanging in the window of some shop. There are two tiny holes on each side of the top that look like some kind of string was strung through anyway gonna start listening to other ones now that do, while doing cardio at the gym haha <laughs> hope all's well and good luck with the podcast oh thanks brian thank you so much brian so i don't know why i was so sure that that photo that i have of the poster on somebody's wall was missy's but i totally screwed that up and i followed up with him and he does not have one of the subway posters so i don't even remember okay. who that was now <laughs> all right so um, got a little but, bit of our history wrong there. But uh, poster of the sunglasses ad. I know. Brian, you guy. know you're going to have to um, <laughs> offer it to us once we have our <laughs> museum. Yeah. Okay, yeah. When we do our pop-up or permanent Jerusalem in person. Oh, you can loan your poster. You can loan it. Yep. Okay. You can loan it and then a promised gift when you die. <laughs> it's been decided. <laughs> It'll be in the contract. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So I think we're ready to move on to what's new with Drew. Yep. So a couple, 
people who came on the Drew Barrymore show last week that I just wanted to briefly mention Mm -hmm. just because obviously it's fun. Cameron Diaz was on and they did like, instead of an Uber, it's a Drewber. So Mm -hmm. it was really cute. Yeah. Her and Drew in the backseat and, uh, you know, there was nothing that I was like, Ooh, this is exciting new information or whatever, but yeah. I liked, can I just say, like, it's really cute when she was standing at the line. She's like, where are you, Pooh? Oh, yeah. Like, like a lot of people probably know at this point they call each other Pooh, and it was just really cute. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah, it was just great. Like, they're just so, like, be- cute best friends. So yeah, it's fun to see them be silly and have a great time together. And it was short and heartwarming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then one other guest who came on was Danny DeVito. And I kind of always forget that he directed Duplex. <laughs> Me too. Like, that's such a thing that just never is in my head. That was like a fun little reunion. And Drew told a story that, did you watch this clip on social media? Okay. So she told a story that when they were producing, because she and Ben Stiller both produced the movie, Mm -hmm. uh, they were doing like story ideas and they all met at Danny DeVito's house. Mm -hmm. And supposedly (laughs) she had been making a list of like all the people she'd been with like that list what (laughs) yeah and supposedly she left it at his house (laughs) what (laughs) like (laughs) I know and he he like messed with her but he never found it or anything Um, and then his daughter came on and pretended to give it to Drew but obviously (laughs) but uh yeah she was like very embarrassed but that was pretty funny. <laughs> and then he told a really cute story that um, one time they were on set and his glasses are like always dirty and like foggy or whatever. Yeah. He was complaining about him. And she took him. She's like, I'll be right back. And she, he's like, I don't know where she went, but she came back and it was like I could see for the first time in my life because she cleaned them <laughs> so well. <laughs> and nobody like had the nerve to clean them for him. Like, maybe I, she, that's really uh, cute. Maybe she did some of her stain removal magic yeah. or something. <laughs> Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. I guess I need to watch that clip. Yeah, it was, uh, it's fun. All right. Do you want to say where Drew was sighted this past week? (laughs) So Drew was seen at the Harry Styles concert, I'm assuming in New York City. Yeah. uh, With Jimmy Fallon and Gail King, two of her buds. But kind of random, Um, right? It's so cute. I was Um, like, is Nancy there? Nope. It looked like just Gail (laughs) King. And and there were some cute pictures of like, I didn't notice Gail King in the in the clips that I saw, but there were some kind of close ups. It seems like of Jimmy and Drew, yeah, dancing, yeah, lots of. And then there was dancing. a funny thing that you sent me, where there's a girl <laughs> down on this on the level below them, and she holds up the um, Fever Pitch poster to them. Yeah, like and on her phone. Drew seems to like see it, and she points it out to Jimmy, and then they're like laughing. <laughs> which we were talking about the fact like they didn't recognize the poster and I'm wondering like was that girl doing it because they're like they're in that together or was she doing it because she'd watched you know I like, don't know but anyway they seem to at they that point have recognized her <laughs> yes that was it really funny looked like she was having a great time she looked really happy totally. and had her feather boa on and all that dancing and so I'll fun. just say so I that Harry Styles album that came out like earlier this year is actually really really good oh, okay <laughs> like, i'm not usually into pop music generally but it's actually great and i'm sure a lot of our listeners will concur all right and then the last thing was uh drew's podcast drew's news she mm-hmm. had casey wilson on as a guest which she's really funny and uh always she's great like they seem to have good chemistry together and you can watch a clip on 
Instagram, I believe, where they talk about um, having to pee in cups in their vans. (laughs) 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 So I won't go into that. Um, But but I thought this was a cool little like uh, trivia and I'll probably add it to our Drew details page. But Drew was saying that she was calling it her ringtone, but then she said this is what she's been waking up to. So I guess she means her alarm tone. Okay. So she said for like three years, it was Billie Eilish's um, Everything I Wanted. And she just changed it to Aretha Franklin Respect. Awesome. Oh my gosh. I feel like it'd be really great to listen to Wake Up to Respect. I know, but also like, (laughs) whoa, I'm awake, I'm awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, And then one other thing, just because we are also new podcasters. She asked mm-hmm. Casey if she had any advice because Casey's been podcasting for a long time. And mm-hmm. uh, she said, just like, have a lot of fun with it and to totally be genuine and be herself. And Drew was saying that the daytime talk show space has a lot of kind of like more restrictions on how you can be and what you can mm-hmm. say. And that mm-hmm. she was excited to have this space where she could be a little bit more rebellious in herself. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. So Love I thought that, that was good advice for us. So I think we need to start having fun and stop being fake because that's what we've been doing this whole time. Okay. That's <laughs> Let's true. change Guys, it up. We're gonna we're gonna um like real world. <laughs> what is the real what is the real world slogan? People stop being nice and start and getting start. Real? I think that's it. That's what we're gonna do now. We're going to stop just being real fake world. and nice and we're going to be them. ourselves. <laughs> right, bitch? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're, we definitely need to work on the, our fun. For all the preteens and children that are listening. <laughs> Speaking of preteens, we'll, we'll have a minute with Mila later on in the show. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> stay tuned. All right. That, that pretty much wraps up. I think we're all caught up. Yeah. If everyone's ready for our weekly topic, then we'll, we'll, uh, jump in. Oh, I'm excited. So we are going to talk about Drew's pets this week. This was a great suggestion that was given to us by our friend Anita. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, why didn't we think of this on our own? And then I didn't even make the connection that Drew's magazine is currently the pet issue. The pet issue. I know. I and just realized been, that. And, it's been um, a few months, but yes. she like recently brought it up again after we'd already picked this topic again. I'm like, why are these weird coincidences keep happening? But yeah, it just is like, oh, that's perfect timing. And we're going to focus mostly on, do you think this is safe to say Drew's kind of number one favorite forever pet (laughs) Flossie it seems like Flossie had a very very special place in Drew's heart yeah I think she kind of always will be oh we'll get into it (laughs) and we pulled a lot of our notes from the wildflower chapter that's titled Flossie Mm -hmm. um and then I realized after I took all these notes that it was just reprinted in that pet issue of Drew magazine oh how funny (laughs) I know so I'm like oh that's I guess people have probably read this recently. But I love that though. Yeah, but that's not like it's this is not just us retelling that. That's where we got a lot of the notes. But mm-hmm. a lot of the notes, as you guys know, they're just in our brains from our years of experience. A lot of them are in Ashley's brain, and sometimes I, you know, have a little bit of it. <laughs> You've got some too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's kind of get started. 
we know that when she was a child, Drew had had some cats. I believe, tell me if you remember if this is right. It was right after E.T. was over that Steven Spielberg gave her a cat. And I don't recall. Was it in Little Girl Lost? Or yeah, okay. I believe so. Uh, I could have checked that, but I didn't. Um, and Drew named her Gertie after her character in E.T., <laughs> which is so cute. Um, there's also mentions here and there that she had, um, cats named Kiwi Bear (laughs) and Boo Boo Bear Kitty when she was like 12 (laughs) or so. (laughs) So And I wouldn't be surprised if there were some other pets in there that we didn't even know about. I bet you. Yeah, I bet. I bet that there were, but I also wanted to say this is like, it seems silly to mention it, but I think a lot of people re- know that one of her first gigs was a puppy chow commercial. And it's yes. kind of cute to like think about that as like, you know, she was so good with the dog. The dog was so good with her. Famously, the dog supposedly bit her on the nose and then she just broke out into a laugh and they said, you're hired. Oh my gosh, but, that's a great point. But it's really cute to just imagine like her professional career began with a dog. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a really sweet, it's really sweet to kind of look back at her childhood life and then see ways. And this next story, I think that see ways that she kind of had pets as like a therapeutic thing. Mm, Yeah. Why don't Um, you go ahead and share it? Yeah. So this is like, I don't know. It feels like a sad story, even though, you know, maybe her mom was right. Um, (laughs) So around the time she was eight, they went to a pet store, she and her mother and Drew wanted a black chow. And Drew said that she thought it would make life feel more normal because she pretty had a pretty abnormal childhood considering her career as an actress and, and other things <laughs> that was already happening by the time she was eight years old. And then Jade decided it would be too much responsibility for Drew and changed her mind at the last minute. Drew has said that she felt like she was looking for an opportunity to right that wrong for a while but then also said she would never go to a pet store for a pet and has only had rescues yeah it's um, definitely made a big point of that too i feel like she's mentioned that so many times was this story accounted in that chapter it was yes. right yeah that's how the chapter yeah. starts yep yep so it, i don't know it's just like yes she had cats but it was probably like cats were less responsibility obviously a dog takes yeah. a lot um <laughs> And then that's why we yeah, both so then, have cats. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and then we'll, we can kind of get into when she was ready to take on the responsibility. Okay. So. Well, when was it? Because we've got <laughs> some conflicting information here. So Drew frequently refers to being around 19 when she got these puppies. But I, and I hate to constantly correct her on her timelines, <laughs> but we feel very confident that she actually got them in 1996. Mm -hmm. and that would have made her 21 and the reason that we know that is because not only do we have pictures of them as puppies where she has the black hair that she really (laughs) only had that year but there are even pictures of them on the set of best men which was definitively filmed in 1996 yeah so one one thing that's really cool and i'm now i'm blinking on what the calendar was but one of the pictures that we have that is so rad oh like i'm i'm even like not probably remembering like how crazy it was the first time i saw it but oh it never is it a purina um, but it's a really at... really adorable pic which you'll have to go to the episode gallery to see of drew with flossie and templeton the calendar is uh linda blair mm-hmm. was presented it and it's called animals and their celebrities mm-hmm. And it was to benefit the last chance for animals. Okay. 
Drew is featured on, this is a 1997 calendar and they have mm-hmm. the picture that we're talking about of Drew and the puppies. And it's just one of the cutest things ever still. It's... I love it so much. Like Drew is cute. I have a weakness for her with dark hair, but the dogs. Oh my God. The paw <laughs> the on the her puppy lap. Has, yeah, the oh. way one of the puppies has the paw on her lap. Oh. It's too much. Um, well, and we have something to share about that later on when we get there. Okay, so we got the time frame. <laughs> uh, Drew was at the Pasadena City College Flea Market. My and alma mater. She, I know. Well, I <laughs> One of like, them. Oh, that's cool. And she saw a litter of lab chow mutts that somebody like needed to get rid of the dogs. So they thought to bring it there, which is pretty mm-hmm. smart. Mm-hmm. So she saw Flossie and just knew that was like her dog. And but before she could get her, another lady had picked her up. And so Drew was like, oh, no, that's my dog, you know, panicked. And the lady picked up Flossie, looked at her, looked at Drew and handed her to Drew and said, she belongs to you. <laughs> I know. And then kind of similarly to what she said about her daughter's. She felt that she needed two dogs to raise them as siblings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. So she grabbed the last one and that was a boy and that was who she named Templeton. So she mm-hmm. then had Flossie and Templeton and she told them, here's the car, get used to it because we're going to be going everywhere <laughs> together and we're not going to be neurotic. We're going to have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. I know. And That's I think really it worked. <laughs> I think so too. So we'll kind of we'll be talking a lot about Flossie as we've kind of teased. Flossie was described as cool, calm, and casual. Drew compared her to Greta Garbo. Just <laughs> <is> so cute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then uh, I had forgotten this, but when mm-hmm. I was going to do my research, I found that the um, what is it, the February nineteen ninety eight issue of Detour, which we talked mm-hmm. about in our first episode. The whole article opens with literally a full page of text that is just going on and on about Fossey and how great she is. <laughs> so, I've forgotten that too. I totally so, forgot this. So basically yeah. the author of the story, and I should have gotten his name, he was basically saying that she is the coolest dog in the world. And then I love this sentence describing her friendly and animated and cute and kickback and smart and goofy and poised and slick all at the same time like he is going over the top he says that if dogs were like on the covers of magazines or whatever that Flossie would be a household name a movie star a celebrity I love it and the re- the author of the article was Zev Barrow thank I you I appreciate yeah. you looking that up and yeah this was all done in France during the filming of Ever After Mm-hmm. So, you know, we will see this is a trend that Drew has her pets with her on set when she yep. goes to film stuff. But yeah, when I got to that, I was like, well, we got to put this entire page in our show gallery because this is yep, hilarious. Sure. That's really sweet. And I love that that was like a feature. I know. <laughs> so if you want to see the whole thing, go to the episode page on howdyedrew.com. Yep. We'll have yep. it all there. You have a note here that Templeton took a while to grow up, was hyper and lopsided. <laughs> Um, and that he had to go to obedient school while Flossie joined Drew on the Jane 97 magazine shoot. I didn't yeah. know that. Where was that noted? It's in the article. So it says Aww. like she has Flossie there with her, but Templeton's at obedient school. <laughs> That's so funny. You wouldn't think like like a brother and sister would have such different personalities, but. I don't know. I, mean, I would. You know how yeah, pets are. <laughs> That's true. I do. <laughs> but. 
let's go just to like say that the both dogs were always good and easy and she basically took them everywhere and most of the time they were off a leash like they just chilled with her yep it's so cool do you remember that in in style from march 1999 there is a third dog who resembles them in some of the photos yeah, I totally had forgotten this. Vaguely. So I'm going to have to look at those pictures again because now I see here that you're talking about the dog and I have a snippet of a memory I about know. this. So her name was Hyla mm-hmm. and Drew had supposedly found her on Highland Avenue and that's oh, cute, which I love. But I don't know what happened to her. Like I, I would say she probably got her in late 1998. I believe she might be on the 98 Christmas card from Flower oh, okay. Films. And then that must have been it. I don't know. I don't know the story there. So I just want it felt like she was worth a mention since she appears, you know, in a major magazine article. Yep. And we just don't, we don't know the story there. Yeah. But then who came along? (laughs) Vivian. (laughs) Vivian. So in 1999, (laughs) she adopted Vivian. And for a while, it was Flossie, Templeton, and Vivian. I don't know exactly how long. I guess we have the years here. Well, 10 years. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) She'd been filming and she had this feeling that she, she said, I need to go and save life right now and went to a shelter. And she immediately walked up. Oh, how cute. I know. Um, Vivian immediately walked up to Flossie and rolled on her back with her legs in a submissive position. (laughs) So Drew was like, good, good. Mean Flossie. (laughs) (laughs) She started playing with Templeton and matched his energy. Oh, and then she didn't name her for three months to learn her personality and called her little girl, <laughs> which I oh. love. She talks about that in um this sort of commercial, I guess, for this service called 1-800-SAVE-A-PET. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had Vivian on that. And the way she says how she used to say the little girl thing, I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly how I tell my cats. She goes, because she's just a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> like I say that to Yeti. He's just a little boy yep. all the time. Yep. Oh, us pet owners, we're all wacky. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I don't care how old my oldest no. cat is, Abby. She's my baby girl. Yeah, she'll always be a yeah. baby. She's my little baby girl. Sorry, so, yeah, sorry to everyone who hates people doing that. Uh... Well, you're in the wrong episode then. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as we said, like, this was kind of Drew's trio of dogs for 10 <laughs> years and they traveled the world together. We would see footage or photos or whatever of them with Drew at her office on the sets of movies. I mean, I could probably name five movies right now that at least one of them is in an onset photo. Photo <laughs> shoots, like you see them just sitting down in the corner <laughs> or they show up in the magazines as well. Mm-hmm. Um, talk shows, like we know that, as we talked about in one of our first episodes, that Flossie did a really cute trick of like <laughs> playing dead on David Letterman mm-hmm. in 1998, which, yep. oh, I still love it so much. I'm so glad that we found that Drew Barrymore <laughs> Daisy had it on her Instagram. Yep. Man, <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, MTV Diary, which neither of us has been able to watch in so long. But do you remember? So Drew and Jillian Dempsey. Yes. Yeah. So they have the makeup, the deluxe makeup, and they're painting. Drew's like putting eyebrows on. I think it's Flossie, right? 
Probably. I'm just, I'm thinking of like personality wise, like the dog yeah. just look like it's just fine with it. In my recollection, at least I haven't seen it in so and long. And then she like turns around with the eyebrows on her face and she's like, mm-hmm. she's like, Hey, I don't know what you're doing. Oh yes. <laughs> so cute. But yeah. She even like, do you remember? She like calls all the dogs. She's like, come on, we're going into the war room for like yes. a meeting. Oh yes. So cute. You can see photos of the dogs in magazines like Teen People, Premiere, Flaunt, In Style, Vanity Fair. I mean, Drew just really, these dogs were just part of her life in a major Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And then there was a whole cover feature in a magazine called Animal Fair yeah. in 2001. I didn't remember that Drew did the article in Flossie's voice. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> the whole but- article, it's kind of I mean, I was like, well, this is actually not very helpful for this episode as far as research goes. Yes. Because all it is is like, hi, I'm Flossie the Wonder Dog. And this is, I'm kind of in charge of everything, but I'll tell you about Drew. And it's just Mm. like, this is basically Drew's biography. (laughs) That's really funny. The pictures are really cute. Like, it's her posing with all the dogs. The cover, is it her with all three of the dogs? The cover? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's so Flossie, Vivian, and Templeton. Um, it's really sweet. It's a really unique and weird issue. Like I feel, I mean, magazine, like I don't yeah. know animal fair in general. Um, so it might be relatively rare. I don't know, but it's, that's a, yeah, it's, that's a good question. I don't remember. It's I, super cute. I definitely remember this like kind of era and we would have been heavy on the grapevine at that time. So I'm sure somebody found out about it, but I don't know. Maybe we got it at like Borders Books or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it probably wasn't a lot of stands, but it's just crazy to think like, does that magazine exist? I keep asking that about magazines. I think I, that went up and it still did, or it still at okay. least has a website. Okay, cool. So that's kind of cool. So one of the reasons that Drew might have a special place in her heart for Flossie is um, because of the story I'm about to kind of go into and we'll talk about briefly. Um, so when Drew and Tom Green were together, um, and I believe they were engaged, but not married. Is that correct? Yeah. So I get, I believe this was in February, 2001. Like I remember okay. it being right around her birthday. Okay. So Drew and Tom Green were living together and Drew's house caught fire. And the story is that Floss basically saved their lives. Like the, the fire was in another part of the house and Flossie came and woke them up and alerted them to the fire and they were able to get out before getting hurt at all. Drew did lose a lot of her belongings, but she didn't lose her life. (laughs) Thank God. Um, (laughs) That was deep. (laughs) That was deep. But, you know, it's like she, there were all these really sweet articles about Flossie. And there's one I'm thinking of in particular where it's a photograph of Flossie in front of the burnt house. Yeah, I think that might have been in People. I will definitely go pull it and uh, include it because it it is like a really cute picture. It's really sweet and heart-wrenching, but thank you, Flossie, for, you know, know. alerting your loved ones. And uh, I hadn't really thought until right this moment just about like, where were the other dogs at that time? But Flossie, Flossie took the initiative. Flossie gets all the credit. I mean, she, I, Drew had already been calling her Flossie the Wonder Dog, so it's kind of like yeah. self-fulfilling prophecy or something. Totally. Um, I was actually just mentioning this briefly the other day. For some reason, my mom remembered that Drew had a house fire. I think she remembered oh, wow. the clip. And there's that clip of Drew and Tom in their convertible, like yeah, driving away driving from away. the media. And Tom Green's like, yeah, we're fine, except for our house caught on fire. <laughs> um except the house anyway, burned down <laughs> the house burned down 
yeah so very you know it's heart-wrenching but thank goodness for Fuzzy. we're gonna take a quick pause in the middle of our stories to say huh do the teens of today care about pets let's find out with the minute with mila (laughs) oh so we have a guest here we have our friend mila hi and who did you bring today my willow Who's your willow? My cat. Okay, so why did you bring her in for today's episode? Because it's about pets and <laughs> she's my child. So. Okay, so you weren't that familiar with Drew's pets. All right, let's put Willow down. <laughs> but you got to see some videos and some pictures of Flossie and the other doggies. And what are your thoughts? Let's hear the... Um, they're very cute as puppies. Okay. Little um, cutie pies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did you think of the video of Flossie doing her trick? She didn't really get it in the beginning, but that's okay. She did good. It was cute. It was cute. <laughs> Do you love animals? Yeah. What you just yeah. think about? No. no, 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 no. I do, I do. <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to share? You should go follow Willow on Instagram. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So Willow has her own Instagram. You can follow her at Beastie underscore Willow. I'll put the link in the show notes. All right, Willow. Can you tell ready? us? <laughs> I want to hear what makes Willow special. Can you tell uh-huh. me what makes Willow special? Willow is uh her own beast. She's very fluffy and she kind of lets me do whatever with her. Like I, I can make her dance on command. <laughs> uh, and she yeah. doesn't mind, right? Um, no. If I if I'm doing it for too long, she'll get a little crabby, like like she is right now. <laughs> She's staring into the camera. I got a picture. She likes modeling. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> Oh, she's trying to tell us what at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Okay. Bye, Mila. All right. You're free. <laughs> Willow, you did so good. Your first job. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Thank you, Mila, for the insight. <laughs> we're so happy to have you back on for episode I know. seven. So we're Hopefully so blessed you... she took time out of her busy 12-year-old schedule. <laughs> well, she's almost 13, so yeah. she really has to live up to that exactly. teen thing. <laughs> now we get to the sort of sad parts. Hmm. In 2009, Drew was on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and she spoke openly about what had been the recent passings of both Templeton and Vivian. Hmm. So... um Templeton I guess he you know they were old and he was just kind of sick so he passed away and Drew actually goes into pretty great detail in her book about these moments but I Mm -hmm. found them too sad so I skipped the details um so if you want to know more about what happened with the passings of each dog you can go read uh wildflower but then uh Vivian passed away only a few months after Templeton Drew said she was like a widow who'd lost her beloved husband. Oh, <laughs> I know. So yeah, I like how she describes them as always kind of being like together. And yeah, like, like Flossie was kind of like the queen on her own. And then yep. those two like were best buddies. So, so it's very sweet. And um, Drew put their ashes together on a giant rock out in the water in Malibu Beach. And it was a spot where they had played and been happy. And she had friends there with her at sunset. 
And as they said goodbye, a giant wave came over the rock and Drew felt like it was them saying goodbye. I know. That's so sweet. So sweet. I mean, um, this is not for me to like put a spotlight on my own kind of life and loss, but um, when I lost my cat, Jake, who was my baby, uh, my black cat, um, a week after Jake died, our white cat Bubba died. And I couldn't help but think like, Oh, was it like somewhat heartbreak? You know, like you kind of wonder, they both weren't well. Jake was especially not well, but like, you know, I don't know. There's something about that that's just like, it makes sense, even though it's really sad. Anyway. It's sad, Um, but like sweet all at the same time. Yep. Drew talked about Flossie loving being the star (laughs) of the show and flying solo um, with the calm and the quiet because her like brother and sister basically she's like now it's my time to shine (laughs) yes and drew is was often seen wearing flossie's name tag on a necklace in 2009 it was heart-shaped right yeah unfortunately flossie passed away in summer of 2010 but peacefully in her sleep thank goodness Mm. so drew shared that she took flossie's ashes to india And she spread them at Gandhi's house, at a Buddhist monastery in the Himalayas, and at the Ganges River. Is that how you say that? I think you say Ganges. Ganges. Okay. Sorry. So such a valley girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then she took the last bit of ashes back to that same rock in Malibu so that all three dogs Mm -hmm. would be back together. I love that. I wonder if we know like where in Malibu this is. No, I mean, (laughs) we could just go search giant rock in Malibu. Yeah, or maybe like if we have any pictures of her on the beach. Oh, that's true. But I love this. Drew said that she tries to make Flossie's spirit proud with the way she takes care of her daughters because Flossie was her first girl, which is really sweet. And, you know, I, I think that there's some, there's definitely something about this, like people with their dogs, like, even though it might be cringy to some, like people considering their pets, their children, like it's a real thing, you know, like we get to practice with these things and care for our animals. So Drew definitely had that kind of relationship with Flossie. Oh. And her other dogs, but like like we've said, there's there was something something special. special. Yeah. Yep. When we were incredibly lucky enough to get to go to Flower Films in 2011 mm-hmm. to drop off Drew's birthday gift, which we were invited to go, but we didn't know if Drew would be there or not. Is that what you mm-hmm. recall? Yeah. Yeah. Some, something to that effect. Like so, we wanted to drop the thing off and then we were like, oh, you can just come here. Right. Was it yeah. something like that? Yeah. yeah. And then she was there and it was a like lovely surprise for us. So we were able to give her this directly, which is really special. Um, So we had, you must have done this. You must have gotten a really nice reprint of that photo mm-hmm. from the calendar from 1996 of Drew with the puppies. Yep. and beautifully framed it and the dog said you know only recently passed away so it was really special Drew cried <laughs> yep of course um, <laughs> I'm sure we have pictures of it I'm blanking on what it looked like but as soon as I saw it again I'd be like oh yeah I remember working on that you did a beautiful job of course thank you oh. I've over the years framed a few things for Drew so it was, it's always fun to I'm kind of. always looking in yes. the backgrounds for yep. all of her house stuff. Like yep. we're always we're trying pictures. to spot. I know. Um, There's so many thing wanted, things on the walls. <laughs> one thing I wanted to say when we've been talking about Flossie, 
um was there at some point that she called her like her little cloud or yeah there was definitely a fluffy cloud reference here and there yeah and Flossie was the was Flossie the lighter colored dog that is a good question I have never been great about being able to tell them apart okay I feel like maybe the little cloud thing makes me think that um, she was whiter she was lighter yeah that can make sense um thanks for pulling up the reference photo yeah um, you did such a good job on that it was so oh, beautiful it looks so sweet but yeah drew's fluffy cloud sweet doggy flossy and her brother templeton and their adopted sister vivian <laughs> well, just, i think there's just something like if you were a fan of drew at that time when she had those dogs you know you know how special like we had yeah. an attachment to them where we were really mm -hmm. sad when they passed away because we were so used to seeing them alongside yep. of her yep um oh it's just so sweet i think we might have posted something on our site when we found out flossy passed right because i vaguely I remember maybe putting like flossy with a little uh halo oh yeah I do remember that graphic. Yeah, so I guess okay. we did. Aww. So I wonder if that's if that's an update that was lost during one of our things. Yeah. But no, it definitely. You know, is. They we, were all lost. we definitely <laughs> we definitely felt it when Drew lost. Yeah, Drew lost them. All right, so let's. But move on, on to happier, <laughs> yeah. on to happier things, and moving on. And Drew adopted Douglas Fairbanks Barrymore, which is I don't know what kind of dog, a smaller dog, because yeah, we haven't said what type tiny. of dogs these are, because I think they've mostly been. Mutts. Although I guess what was the mix of Flossie and Templeton? Uh, Chow Lab. Chow Lab. Okay, so do we know what type Douglas mm, is? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> okay, so some maybe like a Chihuahua mix with something. So this was in late 2010. Um, has described Douglas as neurotic and lovable. <laughs> she took him to Alaska during the Big Miracle filming, which I'd forgotten. Yeah, um, but she still has Douglas, and um, Douglas is often seen on the set of her show oh yeah like almost yeah like a crazy amount and he's yep. so kind of like the way that Flossie and Templeton and Vivian were like he just kind of hangs out he's quiet like he's not on a leash or anything she yep. just must have a really good way with, <laughs> with her dog I'm sure she can pay for good trainers and then yeah you true. know she also just has great energy so yeah animals can feel your energy <laughs> so i can true. just imagine being her dog is probably quite a good life oh yeah you know <laughs> i think that's pretty ideal <laughs> so do you remember this in january 2012 so this would have been when she was with will mm -hmm. she like posted somewhere i don't think she even had instagram at that time i feel like it was instagram because I, I i know what you're going to say yeah but so they adopted a little tiny puppy named that they named oliver which is funny because i remember noticing when olive was born the name connection oh we yeah don't, we don't know what happened to him yeah it's kind of like hyla it's just a mystery yeah so she had a briefly had oliver and then in late 2013 um she rescued lucy um, who Olive calls the white shark. <laughs> That's really cute. cute. And Lucy, I feel like, is like a golden, right? Like a classic yeah. She's kind got of, that kind of more like shaggy fur. But she has kind of I don't know. I know it's not the same type of dog, but it has kind of like a flossy vibe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Drew said that she has more of a normal dog to human relationship with these two, as opposed <laughs> to the profound bond <laughs> that she had with her first three. And, you know, now her whole world is her daughters, whereas Makes like, sense. The, yeah, the first three, like you said, were like surrogate children to her. 
Yeah. Um, and Lucy is also often seen on the set of the Drew Barrymore show, just hanging yep. out, being cute. <laughs> really sweet. I feel like the um, Drew Barrymore show Instagram like posts pictures sometimes. Yeah, you're right. Of they, the dogs or like stories too. or something. Yep. Yeah. It's really cute of them just like chilling like yep. behind the camera or like on the ground. It's on the like, ground. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. And Drew also has now has two cats, Peach and Lucky. Which she's been pictured with a couple of times, I think. Yeah, um, I think they're Peach. in um, Rebel Homemaker, too. Oh, cool. And um, Peach was pictured in, one of, in, I think, the current Pets issue? Yeah, both of them. Oh, awesome. Um, and then they have a female bearded dragon named Jeremy, who she's mentioned. <laughs> I'm sure she's mentioned all of Monterey Show, but I know for sure she's mentioned Jeremy before. I feel like she posted some, like, trick or costume with Jeremy? Oh no, I can't remember. That's really she cute. Probably did something wacky with him. It's <laughs> great. Bearded dragons like actually a have a really temperament. Okay. Like they're just chill, chill, chill. Um, I met one recently. Oh, <laughs> Somewhere that's so funny. in Maine, there was somebody who was like at like a street fair, and they just had their bearded dragon on their shoulder, and uh, yeah, quite quite a charming creature. <laughs> And uh, Drew has also had chickens. She has uh, many chickens, including Sparkles, Fernadad, Percy, and Blanche. <laughs> and she also had chickens at her house in um, 98, 99. Um, and there are some photographs of her with her chickens in InStyle from 99. They're yeah. Really sweet. And um, she definitely has pictures of these new chickens in Rebel Home Homemaker. There's quite a few. Yes. And I feel like, were there pictures of some of them in, gosh, I'm blinking on what the the magazine was that had her wearing the white t-shirt that said mother of dragons and yes. that's also in style oh no 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 wait you're getting confused because that's when like, she had babies but i'm probably i'm confusing them there's the more recent in style which is taken with her at home and it has the chickens it was okay, like during cool. covid lockdown but yeah so drew is a animal person um she was for many years a vegetarian i believe she's now kind of like mostly vegetarian and eat some meat right yeah that's what she's um said but you know she's she's been an animal lover as are we and so we've always loved her love for animals we've always had this kind of love for her pets as we said ruby's from kind of a certain time we all have a special place in our heart for flossie and because they were kind of like attached <laughs> at the hip um it was always really kind of like oh flossie like exciting to feel like yeah we were i don't know there's something kind of special about it interesting there you know <laughs> yeah interestingly like it feels like a very private thing to know something about somebody's pets i mean i know so certain celebrities like their pets are kind of like part of their persona. And I think that was for Drew at a time. Yeah. And still, I shouldn't say not anymore. Cause obviously yeah, it's just this. on a, but it's on a different level, as she said. And there's something about, I don't know. There's something that feels like you get an insight into the person and their, yeah. I don't know. There's something about knowing about our pets that makes us feel, I shouldn't speak for you, but makes us feel like <laughs> closer to her. I don't know. There's I something about that, it that. Yeah. It's just it's a different insight into her life. Yeah, it's like endearing. Yeah. Oh, I think there's been other pets. I think she might even have more now that we don't necessarily know the details of. She said yeah. that she basically lives in a menagerie. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there could be some footnotes to add to this later on, but that pretty much covers all of the main pets that she's had in her life that we know about. Yep. And it was a great so. episode topic. Thank you again, Anita, for suggesting it. Yeah, thank you. Such a great idea. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully next week, my voice sounds a little better. (laughs) Um, We'd really appreciate, of course, here it goes. You know what I'm going to say. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, It's been a while since we've gotten any new ratings or reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, Go over there and do that real quick. That would mean a lot to us. (laughs) And then be sure you go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HowDoYouDrewPod. And don't forget to send listener mail to howdoyoudrewpod at gmail.com. We'd really appreciate having, like we said, any stories, any insight. Have you met Drew? How do you, how did you learn about Drew? Yeah. (laughs) Or like, do you have a story about Flossie? Like, you know, whatever you've got, send it our way. Is there something we forgot to mention that you're going to be like, oh my God, how did they leave this out? Tell us, have? (laughs) Do you have a Gen Z kid that you want (laughs) to... that you want to have give their insight into episode topics join me (laughs) so anyway thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next Tuesday thanks everyone bye bye How Do You Drew podcast is brought to you by Ashley and Anne from thedrewseum.com. Our theme song is by our dear friend, Matt Costa. Thank you for listening and see you next time.